Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. And whatever. Drake, just let it run. Hey yo, turn the beat up a little bit. Hey yo. This song is for anyone. Fuck it. Just shut up and listen. In this bag of this weed, it gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest and see on this on this earth. And since birth, I've been cursed with this curse to just curse and just blurt, just berserk and bizarre shit that works. And it sells and it helps in itself to relieve all this tension, dispensing these sentences, getting the stress that's been eating me recently off of this chest. And I rest again peacefully, peacefully. But at least have the decency in you to leave me alone when you freak see me out in the streets when I'm eating or feeding my daughter to not come and speak to me. I don't know you and no, I don't owe you a motherfucking thing. I'm not Mr. Instinct, I'm not what your friends think. I'm not Mr. Friendly, I can be a prick if you tip me. My tank is on empty. No patience is in me, and if you offend me, I'm lifting you ten feet. 
in the air I don't care who was there and who saw me Just draw you, will call you a lawyer File you a lawsuit, I'll smile in the courtroom And buy you a wardrobe, I'm tired of all you I don't mean to be mean, but that's all I can be It's just me and I am whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am Radio won't even play my jam Cause I am whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am I don't know, it's just the way I am Sometimes I just feel like my father I hate to be bothered With all of this nonsense, it's constant and Oh, it's just lyrical content The song guilty conscience has gotten such rotten responses And all of this controversy circles me And it seems like the media immediately points a finger at me So I point one back at him, but not the index of pinky Or the ring or the thumb, it's the one you put up When you don't give a fuck, when you won't just put up With the bullshit they pull, cause they full of shit too When a dude's getting bullied and shoots up your school And they blame it on Maryland And the heroin, where were the parents at? And look where it's at, middle America Now it's a tragedy, now it's so sad to see An upper class city having this happening Then attack Eminem cause I rap this way But I'm glad cause they feed me the fuel that I need For the fire to burn and it's burning And I just return and I am Whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am In the paper, the news, every day I am Radio won't even play my jam Cause I am Whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am In the paper, the news, every day I am I don't know, it's just the way I am I'm so sick and tired of being admired That I wish that I would just die or get fired And drop from my label Let's stop with the fables I'm not gonna be able to top what my name is And pigeonhole into some poppy sensation That caught me rotation at rock and roll stations And I just do not got the patience To deal with these cocky Caucasians Who think I'm some wigger who just tries to be black Cause I talk with an accent and grab on my balls So they always keep back Asking the same fucking questions What school did I go to? What hood I grew up in? The why, the who, what, when, the where, and the how Till I'm grabbing my hair and I'm tearing it out Cause they driving me crazy I can't take it, I'm racing, I'm pacing I stand and I sit And I'm thankful for every fan that I get But I can't take a shit in the bathroom Without someone standing by it No, I won't sign your autograph You can call me an asshole, I'm glad Cause I am whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am Radio won't even play my jam Cause I am whatever you say I am If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am I don't know, it's just the way I am Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. You oh, say that with such did enthusiasm. you catch me on a night? Uh, mm-hmm. This is, I, I'm going to be in rare form tonight, folks. Uh, first of all, oh. not high. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried to not get yet high drunk. before the, shy, the show. Um, it's, it's in- it, it is impossible. 
I uh, have seen some shit. I've seen some shit that makes me absolutely disgusted with a profession that I thought was honorable. Um, I've seen some shit now that I can tell you right now without a fucking shadow of a doubt. We are 100% right with what took place in Uvalde, Texas. And it's a sad fucking thing because it nothing in this world pisses me off more than when you use fucking kids to provide a political point or push a political narrative which supports something you believe in. And if you don't believe, if you don't believe for any second right now that the Uvalde school shooting is nothing more than a kid who was pissed off with a bunch of kids that were a lot younger than him, walked into a school and decided to blast a bunch of those motherfuckers, go ahead and leave right now because you don't want to hear the rest of what I have to say. Because the rest of what I have to say is going to fucking destroy everything else. Why? Because yours, yours truly did some fucking homework. Got a lot of times, dates, specifics that they put out in this high-speed little fucking briefing they put out today. And if you didn't listen, I apologize. But you're about to hear it firsthand. And I'm right now, I am currently fucking waiting for a video to finish downloading. But really quick, I'm just going to start out with this. I want you all to take a look at this. And I want you to understand something. This is fucking horrible. Okay. Look at this. Okay. I want you to see what, what do you see there? Tell me something. What do you all see there? Some fat cops, some. I see a lot of long guns, rifles. I see a lot of fucking long rifles. Ballistic okay. shields. So let me start right here with this gentleman and this gentleman. Okay. They have what I call, or what we call in the military, Mark III body armor, okay? Mark III body armor will stop a 308 round, 7.62, okay? We're talking a big fucking bullet. Matter of fact, talk. So nothing was getting through that is what you're saying. So I I see, and, and you know, I, I we have a lot of guns at the bottom of the pond, Um but yeah, those looks like like some pretty heavy ass guns. And uh, again, a fat cop um, off to the side, a sheriff, police, the two ballistic shields, and they're all pointed down a hallway. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So really quick, what we have here, okay? First thing you <clears throat> should notice, other than the long rifles, I see a gentleman wearing a ballistic helmet right here. The guy in the brown helmet right here, that is uh, what we call in the Army, that is uh, one of the newest helmets that is provided. That is Mark III level protection as well. That will take a direct shot from 5.56 or anything higher. Um, and Why do they have to make we'll it look so it. ugly? Seriously, it looks like, like a retarded kid's helmet. Like, okay. you know? We'll stop it. These here, okay, right here in the front, these two things right here in the front, it's what we like to call ballistic shields, okay? That glass can withstand a 50 cal round, direct shot. Direct shot, yeah, it's going to knock whoever's holding it probably off their motherfucking feet. However, that can withstand a direct shot from a 50 cal round, okay? Why do I know that? Because I fucking shot him with a 50 cal round. That's how I know that. Right over here. 
I got me a nice fat fucking border patrol agent who's sitting right there. He too is wearing Mark three body armor. He too has the ability. It will stop a seven, six, two round directly shot to the chest. He's also carrying a long rifle. Okay. Anybody that fucking tells you for half a second, Oh, there were no long rifles there. Bullshit. That picture was taken at 1152 in the morning. Okay. You ready for this one? They didn't breach until almost one o'clock. You ready for that was taken at 1152 in the morning. That picture was taken at 11.52 in the morning. So when did they leave and go jerk off in the parking lot? Oh, just wait. We're going to get there. Just remember, little kids were fucking dying at this point. And these ass clowns are stacked up waiting, waiting to go in and kill this kid. Hmm. Hmm. Something tells me there's something wrong there. There's something else not being reported. From three different agencies. Police, sheriff, and border patrol. Oh, yeah. Uh, you always you've always said that so let me give you, you can't really have a conspiracy because you can't keep everyone quiet yep and but th- and three different agencies okay for the uninitiated this that is a five five six two two three however you want to look at it that's what type of bullet that is that's, that is that is a five five six round that's, that is what they're carrying right there. That is the size of my of my that's uh, yeah, my finger. You're not even talking about that. It's really honestly the bullet is the size of just a little less than your your fingertip. Yeah. Okay. Just to give you an idea, because the bullet stops right there in the neck. All right. That's the part projectile. That's the part that flies out. This part gets ejected out the side of the rifle. Okay. This is the part that gets fired down the the hallway. Okay. This is a seven six two. 308. Now, this is a lot bigger. This is almost the size of my finger. Just to give you an idea how big it is on the lens, it is the size of her finger. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. So this is a 7.62 round. The other gun this little faggot was carrying had a bullet this size. That is a nine millimeter. Okay. Oh, that's the one that can blow your lung out, right? Uh, according to Joe Biden. According to Joe Biden. Oh, he's a fucking right. retard, yeah. so okay. how can we fucking trust him? We can't. Oh, we can't. I mean, he's completely so, retarded. long story short, what those guys had on is plenty, plenty to stop what that kid was carrying. Plenty. Hmm. Hmm. Then why was it that they were formed up at 11.52? Actually, they arrived on, on scene at 11.44, okay? They were formed up at 11.52. Okay. And let me, let me move forward with that one real quick. Okay. At 1152, they had that. They wait an hour. Actually, it was only 52 minutes to be fair. It was only 52 minutes. My bad, Uvalde police department, you big pussy boys, you cucks. I'm sorry. I didn't know you like getting fist fucked by an 18 year old for fucking 52 minutes, but apparently you did because that's what happened today on national television. You were fist fucked by an 18 year old who sat there and watched you fucking morons jerk off around the fucking corner outside the building and fucking tase parents and arrest parents who were trying to save their children. That's what you were doing. I'm no longer betting. I know we're going to hear about a bunch of cops in Uvalde, Texas, who kill themselves in the next couple of weeks. Why am I saying that? Because how can you live with that on your conscience? 
I risked my neck for some fucking 15 year old punk kid from fucking Afghanistan. And I was shot three times in the back. You mean to tell me you couldn't fucking go in there and save a bunch of us fucking citizen kids. Are you fucking shitting me? I don't know if you can tell that my fucking blood pressure is through the moon right now and past. I, think I, I am need to go get so you a gummy. pissed off. Seriously. I, I fucking am shaking in anger. This whole fucking timeline. They've, oh, by the way, Did remember, they change it again? remember that first timeline we heard? Yeah. Looks nothing like, looks nothing, nothing like. Nothing like the new one? No. No. The new one adds all sorts of new details that we didn't know before. Of course it does. Well, where did that come from? How did they know about that? Oh, well, we've been investigating it. You've been investigating shit, jackass. This shit is by far the most disgusting because these are kids. 19 of them to be exact. 19 children died in this incident. 19 from the ages of 11 down. 19 kids. They don't even know what side of the bed smells the worst yet. And they were just, their lives were just taken away from them. Stolen by this punk kid. You mean to tell me they had seven police officers stacked up to outside the classroom at 1152, where you saw that picture. Seven fucking cops, seven full grown fucking men. And you mean none of them had a fucking hair on their nutsack to run in there and whack that motherfucker. You, you got to be kidding me. I have got to be, I have to be on a whole new level of stupid because there is no way in fucking hell. I hope to God, nothing like that happens around here. Cause I tell you right now, I'm going in, kicking the fucking door in. I'm killing everything fucking moving. That shit is not happening here. I'm still seriously on the fence about our kid going to school next year or, or me homeschooling again next year. I, I don't know. Not only that, guess what else we found out today? Hmm. The door wasn't locked. One of these was on scene at 11.52 in the morning. Does anybody knows, know what this is? That's a firefighter's This is what's called a halligan. Okay. Actually, this is a hooligan. Why is this a hooligan? Because this one, unlike a real halligan, a real halligan is molded directly to the metal. This has a pin in it which means they drill the hole through it. They welded a pin in the middle of it, the top and the bottom together to make it one tool. Now you see how cool this tool is, right? Firefighters, we talk about this. This is the key to the city. I can break into any building. I can break into any store in a matter of seconds with this tool. Why can I do that? A, I've learned how to use it. B, it doesn't take a whole lot. And v going to go ahead and say right now, because I'm about to let her hold it one-armed. Hold it one-armed. Tell me how heavy this some bitch and is. I've been working. Holy shit. I've been working out, too. Damn. So it's got some wow. weight to it. All right? Yeah, yeah, it does. All right. So this was on scene within 22 minutes of the first call for 911. It was not brought into the building till uh, just uh, 11.59. One minute before the cops finally entered and shot the kid. Hmm. Crazy, crazy that they had a key to open the door to where this guy was shooting kids for no other fucking reason other than the fat cops are fucking lazy. 
Why I held them in such esteem, I will never know. But I can tell you right now, every single one of those fucking police officers is nothing but a bunch of fucking pussies, and I'm not afraid to fucking say that. And I could give a shit who hears me. They're nothing but a bunch of pussy-ass motherfuckers that sat outside that classroom and let that 18-year-old just whack fucking 19 kids. With crayons. Yeah, what were they going to fight with? Crayons. What were they hoping, that he was a Marine? Oh, hey, here's some crayons. Go chew on these in the corner. The more this comes out, the more this becomes absolutely despicable, absolutely fucking ridiculous. There is not a human, and if any of them were fucking prior service military, I'll take the fucking pike into this goddamn fucking halligan and stick it right in the side of their fucking skull. That'd be a real painful way to die, too, because that shit ain't small. No, no, it's not. This is, this is so disgusting. It is, it's disgusting on so many different levels that I, I can't even begin to imagine. I'm, I'm so irate over this bullshit that they let this, they let this happen for 58 minutes. This 18 year old had free run of the school, free run of the school. According to their little fucking high speed speeches they gave today. At 11.52, when they came in, when you saw that picture, I'll go back to the picture so y'all can see it. So you guys know I'm not fucking making shit up here. At 11.52, they walked into a hail of gunfire, they claimed. A hail of gunfire. Now, mind you, at the time, according to the uh, whoever, the director of fucking emergency services there that was testifying today in front of this Texas state house fucking select committee on this bullshit, lying his fucking balls off. He said that there was over a hundred rounds fired. However, he also said in the same breath, just to show you how big of a motherfucker, this cocksucker's lying. He said, well, we found 24 shell casings outside the classroom. We found 27 shell casings outside on the, on the sidewalk. What's That's 24 and 27? 51. That's 51 rounds. Where's the other? 50? Where's the other hundreds? Where's the other hundreds? I don't, I don't get it. Seven officers sat there and waited, didn't do a damn thing. Yet they acknowledged that the, what the police officers in Uvalde, Texas were trained to do were to enter and eliminate the threat. And as I was taught, it is the worst part of your job because you literally have to fucking step over people who might be gasping their last breaths of life. And sacrifice yourself in front of them. And they're, they're saying, save me, save me. And you walk over them. You walk past them. You do not give any direct aid because your initial job is to ensure that that shooter is fucking dead. Period. There's no, oh, well, I'm going to put cuffs on him. No, you fucking canoe out his goddamn skull. He's dead. I mean, D-E-D, -E dead. And these motherfuckers just sat there outside the classroom, letting this kid do his job, shooting the kids, doing exactly what he's pre-programmed to do. And all he did was go see a psychotherapist who said, yeah, just go shoot those kids. A hypnotherapist. Hit that, hit that, hit that little clicker and sent him on his wonderful, weird way. And he went and did his job. 
He will be hailed towards the end of, end of this. You watch. He will be hailed as the hero that brought gun control to American streets. You watch. I'm putting money on it right now. Why am I putting money on that right now? Well, what did Biden come out and say today? Because that moron's never far from opening his fucking stupid neck and saying something really dumb and retarded. He went out there and he said, you know, well, in, Vol in Uvalde, Uvalde will bring around good gun reform. Really? We will. How do you figure, you dumbass? He said the quiet part out loud. Did the video download yet? I, I, I'm so pissed by all of this shit. It, it's pretty long. Um, we're going to be there for a hot minute. Um, Here. Failed the download. Uh, of course. Okay. It's take well, a I do have a, a, a shorter clip of what happened in there. Where? Um, oh, right here. Yeah, that's perfect. That one. That'll work. Because yeah. this is where he gets up and starts explaining it. Yeah, go, check this go out. Go back to the beginning. Check this out, folks. This is this is crazy. This this. I, 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 it is at the beginning. Okay. So while um, there was a lot of time lapse in your timeline, waiting on a key, and there's a lot of um, of the communication that you have uh, transcribed. The fact is it. Could we ascertain here or conclude that the, there was never a need for a key because the lock was not working? The swipe plate was not I, working. I don't believe, but that I don't believe, based on the information we have right now, that that door was ever secured. In fact, I have great reason to believe it wasn't secured. The subject doesn't just walk in, as I've testified before, then shoot the classroom, walk back out of the hallway, then walk back in again seamlessly. Okay, and he didn't have a key, and he didn't certainly didn't lock. He couldn't lock it from the inside. So, so the door was unsecured, and we've gone back and checked in our interview. And did anybody touch the door and try it? You know, how about, you know, do you need a key? Well, one of the things they teach you in active training, I'm sure that one of the experts can talk about it. How about. The breaching team, we go back and talk to them and they've been led to believe that it's, it's locked. Even they, you know, when you go back and talk to them, they didn't try the door. They took the key. As you can do the key, it'll open it. Okay. Whether it's locked or unlocked, it will, it will, it will take the throw and put it back into the door and you move it and you can walk and you go right in. So that's, so that's. So out of lessons learned, what, what, what we would conclude from your testimony. Really quick here, folks. I want you to understand what they're talking about here. Okay. They're not saying whether there was a key president or not. They're, they're not saying whether the door was locked or unlocked. According to them, they don't know. They're not sure. According to the witness testimony that they have, they never tried the fucking door. How do you not, not try the Look, folks, little firefighter 101 here. Ready? Okay. So there's a couple things you do with this fucking high-speed tool, and it is badass. This is just a badass tool. See this part? See how it's flat? You smack that up underneath the doorknob. We, we call that setting the gap. You set the gap, okay? Before you even do that, we teach you another little cool step called try the fucking doorknob, dumbass. Because if the door's open, there's no reason to cause any more damage to the person's house that's burning down. There's no reason to do it. Don't do it. Try the door first. I, I don't get it. What is so hard? This It was present. These poor kids were getting whacked. And you mean to tell me no cop had a hair on his nuts to stand up and say, wait a minute, there's something wrong with this. Hold the phone. I'm going in. I don't fucking care what the rest of you do. Watch my beer. And none of them did.
Well, I, I, this this charges me up. This I I have been pissed off about this since I listened to the testimony earlier today. I have been angry. I have been irate. I have been looking for the video. I can't find the video. I've been trying to get the video because I really want to see the video. I want to see their reactions when they realize, oh shit, the door was open. Because I guarantee when they notice the doors open, they're gonna be like. Normally, somebody gets very frustrated and smacks somebody in the back of the head. That normally is how that transpires. Even in that tight little ball of we're about to go and fuck shit up, even in that tight little ball, somebody gets smacked in the back of the head for freaking not checking the doorknob. Well, we have a surprise guest tonight, and I'm pretty damn sure because he's he, going to have he, an opinion on he it. He was too. a cop um, that he'd have tried the door and not waited 52 minutes while kids are getting killed so let's bring dr mark sherwood onto the show he's also running for governor of oklahoma and um one of our our favorite guests haven't seen you for a while how you been doc doing awesome it's so good to see you guys you guys are a breath of fresh air it's wonderful to be here with you well, we're so happy to have you back. So oh welcome back to the show. Mick's fired up tonight, obviously. I've just been Good sitting deal. in the corner because, uh, yeah, he's he's been, um, he yeah, obviously, I, I just given what we found out today. So how's everything going for you? It's been busy, um, as you could imagine. And on the subject matter you just talked about, I did a grand total of 22 national interviews in one day. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? About this specific thing about Uvalde? Yes. And what did what did you uh, what did you surmise in those interviews? Well, um, you know, I picked them apart because of my background, you know, on the SWAT team and stuff. So I've trained in situations like that. Um, several things. I mean, you want me to just kind of give my observations from the top to the bottom? Absolutely. All right. So um, obviously, when you you have a rural area like that, there's inherent problems. Um, you got cross-jurisdictional communication issues. You know, you got the border patrol and state police, and then you got city, county, community. So I don't know what kind of communication they had um, patched together as a normal protocol. They should have if they didn't. Um, number two, they, they as soon as they get there, as you know, Mick and B. Lynn, you got to set that outer perimeter and secure that school. You got to find out as quick as you can where that shooter is and try to isolate that and set the inner perimeter so that you can you can neutralize that suspect as fast as you can. You can keep them isolated so they don't go mobile as well as you can. And you got to get some plan in place to render aid to those people that are dying. So all that's happening at the same time, and then and then you got information coming in from the phones to, to the dispatchers, which are probably sitting at a different desk, not on the same line. And that information somehow got to get compressed and then funneled through the radio communication to the commanding officer of the scene. And I don't know what was going on with that either. So multiple problems right there with that. And then you got the issue of, you know, I even read a report that there was persons there police officers armed with AR-15. Okay, so again, you're not outgunned, you're evenly gunned, but even if you're outgunned, it doesn't matter. You 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 have to come at them with mass force. Um, another issue has been, I think you mentioned it really clearly, uh, you know, the open door issue. Um, you know, that, I, I don't understand that. It doesn't, it doesn't 
make sense to me. I mean, if I was there, I know my heart. I know what I would be thinking because I've been in those situations before. Um, you you have windows. You have ceilings. We've sort of breached ceilings before. We've breached windows before. There's ways to get in buildings, you know, that, that I've seen that maybe you don't think about. And you had your, your Halligan tool there. Obviously, that's a, that's a given. They did have that. And so, you know, when you find out that the suspect is in a room armed and barricaded with hostages, with victims, um, you, you cannot wait. You've got to make a decision to go in there and look. I mean, Mick, you've probably been there before. You're like four or five guys deep and you're like, well, here we go. Somebody might die. Y'all ready? And you make that decision to go in that room. You fan out across that room uh, so that you're not bottlenecking yourself at the door but you have a plan to fan out you know we used to have our maneuvers but when you go around the room you run the walls you know around the walls and you go straight at that suspect straight at him with the intent to kill him or her that's what you do and it has to be done in a split second a matter of minutes not a matter of um half hours hour. no yeah yeah, and understand another thing folks on on the front of those shields on the front of the especially the ones that they had there uh, I, I went and looked them up. The ones that Uvalde has specifically issued to them. They have strobe lights on the front of the shields. The idea of the strobe light is that you walk in carrying the shield and the strobe light is going off in the suspect's face so that he starts shooting at the shield because people are naturally ingrained to start looking at the flashes of light, not looking at the seven other cops that were standing there in that hallway walking in behind him with long rifles that are peppering him now with bullets. Yeah, and the other issue too, I mean, I don't know if they had flashbang diversionary devices, but that that's a great thing. I've personally thrown those into uh, situations before where you got an armed barricade hostage, and yeah, it's going to blind everybody, it's going to knock everybody down, including the hostage, or but that's okay. It's something that you're trying to temporarily blind and incapacitate that person, disorient them so you can go ahead and take them out and free your hostages, you know, so there, there's all kinds of things that, that could be done, in my in my opinion. We, we use the, uh, in the military, we use the uh, hornet's nest. We had the grenades with the, uh, uh, it had the uh, bouncy balls, the super rubber yeah. bouncy balls, and you toss it in the room. And I tell you what, you don't want to get caught on the wrong side of one of those suckers because that hurts. That leaves a welt that you'll never, ever forget. Yeah, but better not to be dead. Yeah, and in that case, you know, when, when you got, um, if you had a hornet's nest, you know, the, um, less than lethal rounds, less than lethal munition. Uh, that would have been a, uh, option. Um, uh, me probably in that situation. Um, and again, you know, hindsight's 15, 15, as they say, or better. Um, but probably in that situation, I probably, if I, if I knew there was kids in there and I knew some of them were having, were injured, I probably would have chose for the flashbang, you know, and just went ahead and lethal. I, I would have just been there. It's called lethal. Yeah. Go, go lethal. There's no reason at that point. He's already eliminated. He's already killed people. There's no, there's nothing in the law that says we can't walk in there and shoot him at this point. No, he's wait, done there's, it. There's no question. And I've been those deals, man. You, you like the, the mindset of the uh, tactical officer in that point is not to uh, negotiate. That's, that's on the mindset is to go in there and absolutely neutralize. You know, when I was carrying the shield and I did that, <laughs> you know, it was one of my jobs. My job was to go straight at that suspect and cram that shield right up his nose, you know, and I, it wasn't about um, trying to be nice. It was you make a beeline 
right at that bullet, right at that nose of that gun. You cram that nose of that gun right up in, well, you get what I'm talking about. That's what you do. And you, you run that shield right into them. And, you know, I just, that whole situation grieves me about this um, greatly because that's my former profession, you know? Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Yeah, that's how Mick started out. He's so so disappointed and disgusted. I mean, we all are. I, I'm, you, you have to think that, you know, with what's going on in the whole country, this this level of incompetence can't, it, this this of evil can't just be incompetence. Like it, 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 it feels planned. Well, well, it can be incompetence, but. Well, in today's world, you guys, you all know, know that, you know, evil um, is, is rampant. And, you know, even in our military, you know, we're seeing, and this is not a knock on sex. So please, people don't take this wrong. You're seeing the lack of manhood go away. And that's oh, I've, that's, I've got a clip on that for tonight. Yeah, that's that's uh, I've got the new Navy, the Navy clip. Oh, that's um, that's fun. Yeah. They showed their true colors this hey, evening. Hey, make sure that Josh, really? you take that video with you and bring that with with you and say, hey, Josh, is this really going on in the Navy, <laughs> bud? Uh, nice, nice. No uh, wrong hole in the Navy, right, bud? Oh, geez, leave poor Josh alone. Um, but uh, all right, so how's the campaigning going? Because your your primary is coming up here soon, right? Yeah, next Tuesday. Um, yeah, June twelfth. Uh, June the twenty twenty. Right. My wife, we were talking. I think we've had two nights off this calendar year, um, and not not days, but two nights off. The days we book every one of them, and two nights off maybe. But it's been months, and and uh, we we'll finish up this weekend, and we've done our best. And look, we're gonna finish up one or two. So here we go. Well, I, I got to tell you, um, I, I'm sure you've already talked to Canada, uh, Dr. Taylor um, about her run down here. Uh, I hope the same thing doesn't happen to you. Um, I hope Oklahoma does a little bit job of making it a lot more fair than what happened down here in Georgia. But I got to be honest with you, after watching what happened to Candace and her group, uh, I got to I gotta be honest with you. I've lost a lot of uh, respect for the whole election system, to be honest with you. I, I don't understand how someone like Candace, who had more than 42,000 volunteers who worked for her during her campaign. Yeah. And that's the, the number of votes she got. Yeah. She, yeah. she had more volunteers than she had votes. They set her vote rate at 5% of Kemp and then took some off of that for Purdue. Um, so she's going through a whole affidavit thing right now where, I mean, there are counties where, you know, they say she only had a hundred votes, but she had a thousand volunteers in that county. So, you know, I mean, just that alone is proving the fraud. And have you ever, ever in any situation seen anyone win with 72, 74, 71.6%. 75% of the vote? No, never happened never. in the history of American Especially politics. Brian Kemp. Brad Rathisberger and Chris Carr. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, they are like, they're the, the most hated trio of, of people. Brad Rathisberger right now is, um, he was, he testified today, or maybe he's testifying on Thursday in front of the January 6th circus um, about how Trump tried to pressure him to, you know, decertify or whatever. And it's, it, it, you know, we've all heard the actual audio of, of mm -hmm. that, you know, that conversation. 
And um, they're just replaying the old narrative. Like, it's so ridiculous. So I hope, I pray that they don't have the same kind of hooks into Oklahoma that they had in Georgia. Of course, you know, they're used to where now it's like, you know, this was this was the trifecta. This is the third time in in two years that they did it in Georgia. So they're they're just used to it by now. Um, yeah, my thoughts on that, you know, I've been asked that a lot, too, by the way, specifically I'm pointed at that election, you know, as a reference point with uh, with Candace, you know, right. So um, my thoughts on that, you know, is there's so much we don't control. You know, we don't, and we do our best. And, and I know she did her best, and I, I, I've done my best. Um, but regardless of whatever happens, there's a movement right now, patriots, that are, well, pissed off, and they're tired. And that movement of patriots is going to connect. It's going to connect around the country. It's going to connect from state to state. It's going to connect from person to person. And whatever happens, it ain't stopping. And it's going to keep stopping and keep going. It kicks the door, and I really see that happening. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know it will. And I don't even know what really you know making B land kicking the door looks like. I don't know if that means that there's a there's a group or pockets of people around these United States that are not going to put up with it, and they become sort of their own um, states again. I, I can see that happening. You know, the sovereignty of the states has been one of my talking points, but I do see uh, a separation in in these United States between you know, half of it going one way, half of it going the other. And, and I, I think this is probably part of that process of, you know, division that's necessary because some the people that live in America are not Americans, and we know that. And then you got people there that uh, are truly Americans are not going to give it up because they understand freedom. So those are two areas that will never agree. And so because they're never going to agree, you're, you're either going to have a civil war, which I don't think we'll have that at this point, but I do think we'll have division. Well, you know, I think, and I hate to say this, I, I named this episode SADS, sadly. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure how many are going to be, are, are going to be left to fight at so many things that we, we talked about over the course of a year, doc, um, have, have come true, you know, rapid onset cancer and VADS. And uh, I mean, all of these things now we're seeing them come more and more to light and, you know, we talked about people just dropping dead, the death waves coming, and now they're here. There are net, we've had two TikTok influencers drop dead in the last mm-hmm. uh, in the last week. A senator's daughter, seventeen, died in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have athletes dying on the field, right, left, and sideways. It's quite literally. I mean, it, it's everyone. Everyone I know knows multiple people who have died suddenly and unexpectedly seemingly healthy people had a heart attack a stroke or just died in their sleep um and and now because they they just have to rebrand it you know they can't admit that they were wrong or that this was the plan the whole time so they rebrand it and now they're calling it uh, it's actually sudden arrhythmic death syndrome but they're calling it sudden adult death syndrome because they're trying to normalize it. Yep. So uh what what are, what are your what are your thoughts on that? What do you see coming here? Well, I think that might be the thing to set people off. What now that they're injecting babies when kids start dying, I I don't I don't I don't care what side of the aisle you're on when you go upstairs in the morning to, you know, wake your kid up to 
you know, for the day and they don't wake up, it, you're coming for someone. Well, I don't think the, um, the leftists that are, I don't think they care about kids at all. I don't think they care about deaths at all. I think as, as evidenced by the uh, desire by some, um, you know, evil people that want to have abortions after full term. I mean, that's not even, I mean, that's like so bad. Abortions are terrible, but abortions after full term, after delivery, I mean, that's, that's murder. And so you're seeing people just with no um, conscience in life and the, the value of life has gone down. And I really don't think that the evil really cares about how many babies they lose because they're all about control. They're all about money. They're all about influence. They're all about power. And my advice has been consistently. Uh, and, th- and by the way, every state except Florida, as my understanding, has pre-ordered those COVID-19 vaccines for those children under five. I mean, wow. And that tells you there's one governor with a backbone, one governor with common sense, one governor that doesn't operate in political nonsense, and one governor that's got some, some courage. And, and that, to me, is inexcusable. We'll be that in Oklahoma, I guarantee you that. But I think to myself, parents, do not give those vaccines to your kids under any circumstance. You know, we need to, to hold the line in that. And really, I'm at the point now where I think it's child abuse at this point. I think it's murder on the parents' part to do that. It's irresponsible, and under no circumstances should we do that. Well, Doc, if you had, uh, let's just say you've got 10 minutes left here, and let's just say you needed to push out a message that you wanted people to come out and vote for you. I'm going to give you your time to do that right now. You've got our audience for the next 10 minutes. You go ahead and you make the argument that's going to get you elected. That's what I want to see. All right. My fellow Americans, we're in a place in time right now where we're fighting a war that we cannot see. It's it's one of the war that we're, we're told to fight from enemies abroad, but this is domestic. This is inside. We're at a place in time right now where people around us that we used to call Americans are not American at all. We have people around us that want to take us out from the inside out without firing one bullet. We need to identify them and take them out of this country and out of this country forever. We have to stand together. We have to believe again. We need leaders, and I will be that leader to stand up for you on your behalf. Leaders today are not to be called politicians. They're called to be statesmen and stateswomen, just like our founding fathers used to do. I know what it's like to lead the way. I led the way many times on the SWAT team carrying the shield, coming in those doors first, not knowing if I was going to live or die, but knowing that the mission was more important. Today, my friends, the mission is more important. We're in a place in time right now where the mission is the regain and the salvation of our republic. We're on the edge of losing everything. The cost of life, the cost of liberty, the cost of our pursuit of happiness is right at stake right now. Are we willing to pay the price? I think back on those 56 people that signed the Declaration of Independence. Was it 5,600? And it wasn't 5,600,000, it was 56. But those 56 men, and I'm sure their wives, were very supportive of them as they went into that battle with tyranny head on, with no fear in their eyes and no fear in their heart. I know that because when they took their pen, just like the pen that I hold right now in my hand, and they put their name on that line, they were identifying themselves. They were saying, I, Mark Sherwood, and I, Michelle Sherwood, we are challenging you, we're defying you, 
and we're defying you enemy we're defying you evil and we're going to come at you with everything we have and we're not going to back down not one bit oh you may take me out you may take my wife out you may not but we're not going to stop until we rid this country rid our state of evil and when we rid it of this evil we're going to guard our borders with a bit of vengeance and a passion that you've not seen before we will overwhelm you with force that's the kind of tenacity we need to have folks we need to have more than 56 but i'm telling you we need the few that are willing to stand up right now because even though those 56 were just 56 because of their leadership we today live in a land where we can still practice freedom but we've got to get back to the very basics and the foundation of what makes us great it was understanding who god is understanding that the rights that we have that are laid out in the constitution are not rights that the constitution grants but rights that the god of the universe granted for us that are outlined and defined in the constitution and the bill of rights we need to understand that without a moral compass without a moral guide without god we are lost as a nation we have put ourselves above god and become very divisive it is time for us to really mimic and model what we say in our pledge of allegiance to our flag of this country where we say these words one nation under god indivisible let me stop right there for a moment one nation that means one nation we may not agree on everything but we've got to come together us that are willing to stand up now for our freedoms and we got to decide that no matter what the cost we will stand shoulder to shoulder without wavering we will hold one another up and we'll go forward and we will hold that line and not give up to it. And we will let you understand, you enemy that's within, that there's no power that you can generate that's greater than the power we have within us, which is courage that's given to us by God. We're going to get that courage back and we're going to be one nation again under God. And when that happens, we'll truly be indivisible. And then and only then will we experience liberty or freedom for all and then and only then we have justice for everyone because until then what's got us off course is we become a nation above god we put ourselves above god we allowed our prosperity our money and evil to come in without saying anything we were taught as good christian people a good godly nation to turn their cheek and mind your own business but folks we got to learn something just like jesus did one day he didn't turn their cheek he turned over tables that's how we have to be with evil. We have to drive it out, just like Jesus drove them out. We have to drive them out and not look back, no matter what happens. We, as Americans, and we as Oklahomans, are going to stick together. We're not going to back down. We're not going to back up. And we're not going to step back. We will always stand up with courage against evil. And as we do, you'll understand, you enemy out there, and all you communists and leftists and socialists that want to try to choke us out with your suffocating propaganda you'll understand that courage rises up when treachery pushes us so there then again the more you put on us the more it's like jet fuel driving us forward forward to push us on to higher and more power to overwhelm you you will not take us down you will not make us step back but you will step back, you enemy. And we, the people, will rise up once again. We'll rise up together and we will be the people, the nation that the whole world looks at in envy and honor 
and courage. We'll be the example once again, folks. We will be. And I encourage you with everything I am and everything I have within me to understand that if you could look inside my heart right now, you would see that there's a lot of love for the people. There's a lot of belief for the people. And our job right now is to embrace the idea of hope. Hope. You see, to get hope, we have to have faith again. And our job as leaders is to generate that faith again, that belief again, that hope is okay. Because when we have hope, there's nothing we can't achieve. So we got to go forward with hopefulness, faithfulness, and a fearlessness. And as we go forward, we're going to represent the people. And we're going to see the people's voice raise up so that the whole world will hear freedom resound clear. And we'll understand that there's no nation like the nation under God, this land we call America, these United States. Folks, when you understand that, we understand the principles of the Constitution. It's a document that guides us on how to live, how to be, how to become. It's a document that says we the people and the states hold the power over the federal government. And they work for us. We will honor and protect that document with everything. And we won't waver. And we'll give the people's voice and their power back once again. Or we'll experience the best of all times. And we can become economically whole again. We can become agriculturally whole again. We can become energy independent again. Oh, and when we do, when we do, we're never going to look back. Because once we regain what's been taken from us, we will never again give it away. Because in our error and in our ways, we have allowed it to occur. We've allowed this to creep in on us. But I encourage you right now to never let it creep in again. Remember what happened two years ago. Remember when the tyranny began to rise up. Remember where you were, how you felt. Look in the rearview mirror as a point of reference. But don't stay there. Look forward through the shield in front of you. And don't take your eyes off the goal. Folks, our goal is freedom. Freedom that only God understands and only the world partially comprehends. As my wife and I step out in this race to lead the state of Oklahoma, lead the people in example, and even lead this nation with hope. We do ask for your vote on June 28th because it's a vote not for Mark and Michelle. It's a vote for freedom. It's a vote for statesmen and a stateswoman that's willing to stand up and stand in the gap. We're not doing this because we want to. We're doing it because we have to. It has to be done. And isn't that how duty is? Folks, the duty we have right now is to step up stand up for our future generation because as ronald reagan once said we're one generation away from losing it all folks we're at the tail end of that generation right now and we've got a glimmer of hope but that glimmer of hope can be a light that is so bright that can cast out all darkness so as we stand together on the eve of this election we ask you to believe again to join together once again to embrace hope once again to become a hope dealer like we should have always been. And folks, don't look back. Let's believe again that America and even my state of Oklahoma can be great again. I love you all. May God bless you. Well put, Doc. Well put. That's all I can say because holy crap, that was perfect.
Yep. Fantastic. And you got a lot of people that aren't in <laughs> Oklahoma that are cheering you on right now. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we've, we've had the ticker running down the bottom. So, uh, your app is fantastic. Go uh, download mm -hmm. the Sherwood 2022 app and, uh, find out where matter of fact, I just looked at it today too. He's going to be, <laughs> um, and, uh, and what's going on and don't forget to go out and vote because we can still overwhelm the, the, the algorithms that they, that they put in. Um, I do still have a little bit of hope that not all is lost, especially in, in those, you know, hard red States like Oklahoma is. So, you know, we got to hang on to those if nothing else. So, yeah. So if you're anywhere near prior Creek, um, out there at the what Saratoma Club on 225 South Rose Street in Prior, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. 630. Doc will be there tomorrow. Uh tomorrow actually night. tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow night. All right. So uh get mm -hmm. out there and go vote. Go vote, 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 and vote some more. You got it. Most people yeah. can't vote multiple times, can't they? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no one, one per person per citizen. Yeah. No right. so, we're yeah. Right. We're going to do it right. So, all right. Well, I know you're a very busy man, man, doc. So thank you so much for your time. And, uh, we are actually going to be heading to Anna to go, uh, have a little Patriot camp out party at the border for the 4th of July. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah kind of shine some light on what's going on down there. So I'm not sure if we're going to be driving through Oklahoma, but if we are, we'll, we'll stop and say hi. So you have to look, I just want to tell you guys, I appreciate y'all very much. Y'all have been, uh, true friends throughout the whole way. Y'all, um, have stood with us pre-campaign during campaign and, and I know you always will. So I just really want to, uh, to tell the viewers out here that you guys are a real deal and I appreciate you and honor you very much. And. The most important thing that I can thank you for is being my friend. That that means everything. And so thank you for that. Well, well that by far is way more important than anything else. Yes. But what yeah. you're doing, uh, I completely support. And I completely think uh, anybody in Oklahoma who's got a half a brain and is not a complete half wit will understand the message that you are trying to bring to Oklahoma. And um, especially the fact that you just said, look, Florida is the only state that rejected all of the vaccines they're trying to give. It's up to five years from five months to five years old. And Florida is the only state that rejected it. So if you live in another state, that means that your governor lacks a, what I like to call fortitude. testicular fortitude uh -huh. that will allow them to stand up and say, nah, yeah, no, 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 no. So, well, we wish you the best of luck. We'll be praying for you and your wife. Uh, we hope the best. And uh, I really do hope to God that you pull it out. And you'll be like the first real gr grassroots campaign. If you win, understand you will be the first grassroots campaign that has actually pulled this off. Yep. Yeah, we realized that. We were talking about that just, um, oh, maybe 45 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Did, uh, did Trump support anybody you're running against? Yeah, my opponent. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you got to understand, and this is the way people understand that, that the whole system is clouded now and the dollar is what does it. And as much as I supported uh, Donald Trump and think he, he did a terrific job, he blew it on a few things. Yep. He blew it on a few endorsements and he's a human being. We, we need to stop putting him in a demagogue status. Stop it because it's hurting that man. 
because he cannot make good decisions if we don't hold him accountable to even making good decisions. Everybody, including myself, is capable of making a bonehead one. And the real character of a man or a woman is to admit you did. I'll just let that mistake right there. That's more real to the truth of anything I've ever heard before. I mean, that's the one thing you've got to be able to do is step up and accept your failures as both a leader. Yeah, if you don't do it as a leader, you're, you're killing yourself. So it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't do that. But yeah, three words. I'm sorry. And maybe I blew it or be like really good to hear from a, a leader sometime, but you don't. And, uh, and that's to me, Mick, that's the saddest thing because we in this world have seen politicians become nothing more than just political um, babblers that say nothing and mean nothing. It's just a bunch of hollow words that don't matter. And you're right. If we pull this off, we will be the, the, the most major candidate that's ever pulled this thing off in the history of these United States. It will be that major. And I can tell you right now uh, that we have made a massive impact, massive impact across the state and across this nation. And people have taken note. And um, I think we've changed the ability to campaign forever. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. Well, Doc, all I can say is uh, good luck. Um, we'll, we're praying for you. Um, Amen. Lynn had to run and take care of, uh, we have puppies. So our puppies are begging that's to go cool. out. Oh, that's right. You haven't seen the pups no. yet. You haven't seen this one. You saw, you saw Annie, the, the Irish setter. You saw the setter, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. You got Hold puppies on. now. Oh, well, I, I got Seamus. He's not really a puppy. He's an 85 pound month, five month old dog. This is Seamus? But he's 85 pounds. Yeah. He's the Irish wolfhound. Seamus. Come here, bud. He'll come. He's huge. He's ginormous. The dog is the biggest. I, five months old. Correct. Wow. He keeps gaining. He keeps gaining weight. Well, his mom and dad. So mom was 215 pounds. Dad was 225. He's anywhere between 225 and 250. He was the biggest one of the litter. Yeah. And wow. understand those female dogs for Irish wolfhounds, they give birth to nine dogs in a city. It's like, holy. Oh, and they're not. He was born. He was born. He was nine pounds, uh, 22 ounces when he was born. Oh, Just to give you an idea how big he was. He was as big as my youngest son was when he was born. I mean, that's how big know. of a puppy he is. And he just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. No idea where he's at. Of course, Vanessa's probably, well, Beatles probably with her. Yeah, so. <laughs> funny. He's he's a big mama's boy, though. He runs to mom all the time. But it's it's quite crazy. V Lynn's got him around, around the, 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 the collar right now, right? Oh, uh, he, she says, I didn't steal him. Bull crap. She completely oh, stole him. How do you get to any guy? Right through his stomach. That's the best That's it. Come way on, to do man. it. Well, we appreciate having you on. We know you're a busy yeah. guy. Uh, get back camp campaigning, and uh, you'll definitely have to come back on. Especially if you win. We're definitely bringing you, you back on then because I can't wait to have you on our show. Come on. Let's do All it. All right. We'll talk to you later, Doc. You'll take care. You too. So that was Dr. Mark Sherwood, guys. If you, you can get out there, give him a hand. If you're in Oklahoma, that, that's your governor. I don't care who, what you say. That's your next governor. That's what you need to have. Um, he's a great, he's he's a great dude, not only in, in person, but also on camera, obviously. Uh, he doesn't just speak. He lives what he says. You know, it's it's a whole part of the guy. 
to understand the man, you, I guess you'd have to know him a little bit, but he lives what he says he's going to do. And I, I have nothing but respect for that. And yeah, he was a police officer and, and yeah, he's officer now. Um, not a big deal, not a big deal. I don't mind that at all. So real quick, uh, while Vlin's out of the room, um, taking care of things, uh, want to get into the, this, you've, uh, I, I'm really sickened by it. It is completely thrown off my whole fucking day. Um, so let's go over the new timeline first. We're going to start there. Okay. The new timeline is this at 1128 AM, the gunman arrived at school and, uh, he, uh, wrecks his truck in the ditch and he shoots at witnesses that were at the, um, funeral home. The witnesses run around the back of the funeral home. They take cover behind the funeral home. At 11.30 a.m., uh, the first 911 call goes, goes out about the shooting and the car wreck. So the teacher who witnessed the car wreck and also saw the guy shoot at the school, he or she, I think it's a she, I believe it's a she, she ended up calling 911, okay? At 11.32, the gunman hops a fence and shoots at the school again. Um, now, it's being reported, according to the Texas State Senate there. Now report the gun, the grandma had owned the $73,000 truck that the kid drove. Somehow, the grandma said, yeah, take my $73,000 vehicle and go run out to the border and or run out to the school. That's what she allowed him to do. From what I understand. Understand though, as she was already dead because she was trying to stop him anyway. So that didn't really help the situation at all. That being said, moving on, 11.33 a.m., gunman enters through an unlocked door unabated on the back of the school. Now, originally, everybody said that there was a school resource officer. Well, I don't know. The school resource officer did show up. He showed up after the gunman had already passed his path of travel. There was another gentleman apparently behind the school was a teacher and he was standing out there because he heard the gunfire and the school resource officer thought it was the gunman. So the initial call going out over the radio is that the school resource officer had made contact with the, which wasn't true at all. He didn't make contact with the subject. Matter of fact, he made contact with the teacher. At 11.44 a.m., uh, police enter and take fire and withdraw. Okay? So they went into that hallway. There's, bit, there's one hallway going east to west. There's one hallway going north to south. They entered the east-west hallway. They prepared for going around to the north-south hallway, and they supposedly took a bunch of fire. Okay? Now, as I found out later on, one more time, they found 24 shell casings in that north-south hallway. And then they found 27 shell casings outside the school that belonged to the shooter. Hmm. That's not 100 rounds still. It's still only 50, 51 rounds. Just letting you all know, still only 51 rounds. But according to what the cops said, they had more than 100 rounds fired at them. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Not, not for, for us. Okay. So then 1152, 
that new photo appears, you know, that high speed photo that I showed you before of the 70 officers that are stacked uh, in the hallway outside the room, ready to go right in there and supposedly whack this dude. So this is the picture that's taken at 1152 AM. As soon as I can bring it up, if it comes back up, trying to get it up, there it is. Boom. So at 1152 AM, that's the picture that's brought up. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that I can see in that picture. Seven dudes. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five. And right here, there's a barrel tip right down there. There are six. And right over here, there's, see that little bit on, along the side of that weapon? That's another barrel tip. That's seven. Seven police officers with two shields, all with body, level three body armor above. Okay. Seven fucking police officers with level three body armor above, all standing there waiting. 11.52 a.m. That's what's going on. Okay. So we, I digress. We'll go back. So they waited one hour, exactly 52 minutes for 1250 where U.S. Border Patrol the suspect. Now, whether there were keys or no keys, it's still up for debate. They did have a Halligan on site, which as you just learned that I explained to you earlier, that is a key for any door. It doesn't matter where it is. Um, it's been undetermined whether or not the outside door was open or closed, but the way that they used to hold it open, because somebody said something about that before, I don't know if it was on Pilled or over here on, um, over here in Twitch, but the door was open. Now there was a method of putting a rock in the door so you can go outside and come back in. So if you were like watching kids outside and at the same time trying to do some stuff in your uh, classroom, you could go back and forth. So it's undetermined about how that door got open. Now there was a teacher that normally put a rock in that door, but they supposedly, according to what she said, she kicked the rock out before they came back in from recess. They closed the door. So supposedly it was locked. Now, whether or not that's true or not, I have no idea. So, uh, it goes on, right? This can't get any worse at, uh, at 52 minutes in the one video I was going to show you that still won't download for whatever fucking reason. Go figure. Um, it said that they sent the video to Quantico to FBI headquarters in Quantico. Do I need to re remind you of all this? They had a fishbowl lens camera that was in the center of the hallway in between the North South hallway and the east west hallway okay they had that camera sticking down out of the ceiling well the uvalde police in their infinite wisdom took that footage sent it to fbi headquarters at quantico they enhanced the video and when the video got back you can see further down the hallway but you can't see that's what my question was, Linz. Is it quality control or quality assistance? Or did they actually get it enhanced? That's my question. Huh. Huh. Just throwing it out there. It seems weird. Really fucking weird. That they sent all of this shit. If they're not cooperating with federal authorities. They're not cooperating with federal authorities. The Uvalde Police Department, the Texas State Police, 
everybody else, they are not cooperating with federal authorities. The only people they are taking orders from is from the state house right now, which my hat's off to them for that, because I don't believe they should have to cooperate with federal authorities. However, sorry, you got some answers to, we, we got some questions that we still need to ask and you're still not answering them. So I have an issue with that. It begins to set off the, the spidey sing, tingles of, wait a minute, why, why, why are we sending this with the FBI? Why are you sending, oh, well, they can enhance the video better. How are they going to enhance the video better? What exactly are they can't do with a computer? How is somebody else going to do something that you can't do with a computer? How about you go lie down? Yeah, no, seriously, go lie down. No, I'm better. I'm no, better. your your face is like sheet white. Like oh. I can hit the screen. Okay. So, but the best part comes out of, and it's not even the best part. The Texas Tri Tribune, they did a great story on this. And I'm I'm just gonna read it, the headline. If there are kids in there, we need to go in. Officers in Uvalde in Uvalde were ready with guns, shields, and tools, but not clear orders. Yeah. So Texas Tribune did a story on this and they reviewed the transcripts and footage from federal and state investigators examining after the May 24th tragedy. Uh, the officers in the hallway of Bravo Elementary wanted to get inside the classrooms of 111 and 112 immediately. One officer, one officer's daughter was inside. So uh, somebody on Pilled said it a little bit before. Where was that? I'm right there with you. There, there were little children. To stay in the hallway is nothing less than cowardice. Thank you. I agree with that one. Where's the one where they said none of the cops' kids were in that class? Probably not. Well, obviously, as we're finding out now, no, that's not completely true. There was one officer. Not only was his uh, kid in that classroom, but his wife was also in the classroom. And his wife was wounded. Okay. Uh, one officer's daughter was inside. Another officer had gotten a call from his wife, a teacher who told him she was bleeding to death. Two closed doors and a wall stood between them and an 18 year old armed with an AR-15 who had opened fire on children and teachers inside the kinetic classrooms. A Halligan bar, an axe like forcible entry tool used by firefighters to get through locked doors was available. Ballistic shields were arriving on the scene. So it was plenty of firepower, according to at least two rifles. Some officers were itching to move. There was one such officer, a special agent from the Texas Department of Public Safety, who had arrived about 20 minutes after the shooting started. He immediately asked, are there kids inside the classroom still? Uh, if there is, we need to go in, the agent said. Another officer answered. It's unknown at this time. The agent shot back. Y'all don't know if there are kids in there. He added, if there are kids in there, we need to go in there now. Whoever's in charge will determine that, came a reply. The inaction appeared too much for special agent. He noted that there was still children in another classroom within the school, and he needed that needed to be evacuated. Well, there's kids over here, he said, so I'm going to get the kids out. The exchange happened early. Uh, Early in the evacuating, uh, ex excruciating 77 minutes on May 24th that started when Salvador Ramos, who was just shot by his grand, who, who had just shot his grandmother in the face, walked through the unlocked door at Robb Elementary, encountering no interference as he wielded an AR-15 he had brought 
he had bought eight days earlier. At the end of those 77 minutes, 19 students, including the daughter of one of the officers stationed in the hallway and two teachers were dead or dying on the floor. Others sustained serious physical injuries and emotional psychological ones that will rest, last the rest of their life. It was the deadliest school shooting in Texas history. But the daring, uh, during these 77 minutes, despite urgent pleas from officers and parents amassed outside, officers stayed outside rooms 111 and 112 stationed on either side of the hallway with sky blue and green walls and bulletin boards displaying ch children's artwork. Ramos fired at least four sets of Browns in a spray of fire that likely killed many of the victims instantaneously. After the special agent's comment, nearly another hour had passed before a tactical team from the Border Patrol breached the classroom doors and killed the gunman. I I'm sorry. Does anybody, does that make sense to anyone? In either chat, does that make sense to you right now? This infuriates me absolutely infuriates me makes my blood boil i cannot tell you how angry i am that these pussies just sat there and let kids die yeah i know vlin doesn't go go lie down I, i'm not asking i gotta do my part now. nope I, i'll do i got it i got it i got plenty trust me in the weeks since the tragedy in Uvalde, questions have swirled around about the actions of police and whether more lives could have been saved if officers con confronted the barricaded gunmen sooner. Authorities have shared conflicting information about the, uh, the charge. Go lie down. Authorities have uh, shared conflicting information about who was in charge, who confronted the shooter, and when. A debate over whether the, the, the classroom was locked or not and could have been breached uh, have never made it to discovery yet at this point. Revelations have trickled out in the press. The New York Times has described the officer's doubts about the decision to wait, breakdowns in the chain of command and communications with tactics, and the fact that the officers held from a conference, even though they knew that there were injured and people possibly dying inside the classroom. The San Antonio Express News has reported that there is no evidence that officers tried to the doors on rooms 111 or 112, contradicting a key assertion made by the Uvalde School Police Chief, Peter Arredondo, who told the Texas Tribune that the officers tried the doors, found them, were told to wait for a master key to unlock them. On Monday evening, the Austin American Statesman and KVUE-TV revealed that the officers, in fact, had more more than enough firepower, equipment, and motivation to breach classrooms. Just saying. I I don't know how this shit. I you can't make it look more like, hey, look, the American government ordered us to go in there and kill the kids. That's what I'm seeing. I am seeing that nobody, nobody even attempted, nobody even fucking tried, didn't even think about it for a half a second. Man, if I could get into this fucking room, I can fucking drill this motherfucker. Nobody. I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Multiple Department of Public Safety officers up to eight at one point entered the building at various times while the shooter was holed up. Many quickly left to pursue other duties. What other duties do you have to do? What the fuck are you talking about other duties? 
duties. Really? Saving the lives of kids is, is not a duty of a police officer? Get the fuck out of here. This shit is straight retarded. There's no way. No fucking way in hell. I was talking to a buddy of mine today. He didn't get to go, go do all the cool shit I got to do. He was only a ranger. But he was telling me today. He's like, dude, if they let me get in there, it would have been like what they did to Bin Laden's body. Okay? And the rumors we've heard in the mill is that every man who walked by Bin Laden's body put three rounds in him. Walked in, put three rounds in him. Do you know what happens when you have 42 dudes on a fucking scene and they're all putting three rounds in a body? Do you know what happened human body? It's what I like to call disintegration. Because as those rounds travel through that body into the ground, that motherfucker is dead and then you just start forming a really big hole. And it just begins to siphon off. Good point, my T Patriot. I, I wanted to know that one too. Because my question, and I don't know about the rest of y'all, if y'all are just sitting there thinking about this right now, where the fuck were the parents? If I'm willing to go risk my, my life for a bunch of kids I don't know, right down the road, from here because we got schools around here that I could go to if there was an active shooter I'd be going in one of the fucking doors I can tell you that and I know none of those kids and my kids don't go there so oh, if I'm willing to do that you mean to tell me there's no other parents out there that were willing to fucking bust in a door and just start drilling people this, this shit does not bode well folks does not bode well bode well what the camera saw. Most of the video from inside the school is captured by a wide angle ca camera positioned school buildings, Northwest interest at the same one. The gunman used the camera looks straight South from the North ceiling perch. The officers in slight view of the entrances of classrooms, 111 and 112 to the left. Okay. Oh, he, uh, there's another bag. This is the picture that they put in the story. You see that bag there by the tires? Does any, can anybody see what's in it? There's another fucking rifle there. There's another fucking rifle inside that bag. Exactly. How did the kid get all that fucking money to buy two long rifles, a handgun and all the ammo he had? Yeah, we did kind of create Bin Laden, unfortunately. The tri Tribune also reviewed the transcripts of the radio traffic and body camera footage. They show that the gunman arrived on campus at 1128 a.m. He appears to have been planning the shooting for a while. In October, according to the law enforcement timeline, he withdrew from Uvalde High School. A month later, uh, when he was 17, he still he purchased gun accessories online, including rifle slings, military, uh, military plate chest carrier, vest and began buying ammunition on April in April and purchased his gun on his 18th birthday in May, May 14th. He posted his ominous message on Instagram, 10 more days at 11 53 AM, May 24th. He walked into Rob elementary Northwest interest headed South towards two classrooms, the left side. Did he randomly just pick those classrooms out or is that where he was told to go? Just wondering. Thank you, Linz. 
Thank you. Not only does it mean that, but there's one master key that it lens is absolutely right here, folks. Hate to show you, but this is damn right. That's why we install Knox boxes as firefighters inside that Knox box. There is one master key that opens every fucking door inside that fucking school. You mean to tell me that nobody thought about that? Oh, well, there's a Knox box here. Bullshit. Cops know about it. Firefighters know about it. Everybody knows about it. Oleg, thank you so much, sir. For the cookie. My husband is a firefighter. He get, Hey, Lanes, hats off to your husband. Your husband knows what I'm talking about then. He understands why I have a Halligan. But not even, let's not even get carried away with that one, right? So... He had crashed his car and fired some shots outside. So he fired before he even got in the school. Do you know if we had an armed person in the school, for instance, let's just say a teacher, okay? That teacher could have already posted himself at that door where that kid was coming. He could have engaged that kid as he was trying to get into the school. No one would have died except for maybe the guy that shot at him. He could have locked and secured that every other door was secured. Just saying, just thoughts off the top of my head. How do you stop a gunman? Well, you only apply the force that is equal to or more than, than what that person had at the time. That kid's got an AR-15. Well, guess what? Now I've got 12 AR-15s. What the fuck are you going to do? Equal opposite force. Thank you, mighty patriot. So again, I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't. I don't. Even, I, I'm. I'm happy in a way because now I'm hearing tearful Uvalde parents uh, demand the school board fire the top cop for the box re response to the mass shooting. All the Uvalde parents are coming together, and they're saying, "Hey, fuck you! Watch this! Hold my beer." They're saying, "Nope, nope." Peter Arredondo, you've got to go. He's the ass clown that's been standing in front of the news, especially on Fox News, because I've seen him on Fox News more than I've seen him anywhere else. This guy is blowing one of the directors at Fox News on all fours right now. Guarantee it. He's probably got a pet pillow for his knees, so he doesn't get any scratches on his knees, because God forbid he gets any scratch. He's trying to give that good blowjob, you know? But he has been on Fox News talking about we did everything we could. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. You did. Sure. You did. So, uh, we are, uh, we were failed by Mando, Brett cross, uh, guardian of you, Us, uh, Garcia, a Rob elementary fourth grader who died May 24th in the mass shooting in the school told Uvalde, Texas consolidated independent school district board on June 20th said we were let down. He failed us. He killed our kids, teachers, parents, and city by keeping him you all are continuing to fail us i i i don't understand why this fat fuck is still in charge of uh i don't know why he's in charge of anything this i told you guys that if we wait get the information from the school shooting this is going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and sure enough here we are we're not even a fucking what a month past a month past it. We're almost past it. We'll be a month on the 24th. And you mean to tell me that these motherfuckers, this guy's still in charge. What the fuck's going on down in Texas down there? 
this shit is not only disgusting, but disheartening. You know, when you hear about Texas, you think about that shooting that took place at the McDonald's where the dude came in at seven o'clock in the morning, tried to rob the motherfucker. He was shot so many times. They had no idea who pulled the trigger first because he had so many holes going through his body because all the old people in that motherfucker were armed. They all whipped out a motherfucking gun and they fucked the motherfucker. That's what I think about Texas. When I think about Texas, I don't think about this pussy as bullshit. This is straight cowardice straight. Oh geez. I want to live. I don't want to, die those kids they haven't lived long enough so it's kind of like going back to vietnam and that the the cherry he he hasn't spent his time in vietnam so if he dies within the first couple days it's not such a big deal get out of here with that shit that's all nonsense it's all bullshit this whole thing stinks it fucking reeks and i don't know if this is what you all saw during newtown i would Agree with you if you all saw this during Newtown and you all started asking questions about Sandy Hook, the same one. But I'm telling you here, here it's too obvious. Oh, forget demo the school. J Jason, whoa, bud. Whoa, fuck, fuck demoing the school. Supposedly the school's been shut down for years. Where did that... The school has been shut down for years. According to, I, I still have the story, I think, there was a Texas newspaper that reported that the fucking school had been shut down for over four years. So wait a minute. How, out of curiosity, how did the kids get there if they weren't going to school there anymore? Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I don't know what to say about this anymore. This pisses me off to a, to a level that I, 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 I wish I could share it in words, the feel that I have and the anger I have and the angst I have right now. I, I, I want to go down there, find this fucking Arredondo guy and just continually punch him in the nuts. And I'm not talking the way I used to punch people nuts. No, I really want to with a fist and just start beating this dude's dick in. Because I want him to know the pain that all those parents who lost kids are feeling right now, the emptiness that they're feeling because they have a hole really missing from their chest right now. Exactly. Thank you, adolescent. Sandy Hook, the photos were taken day before. Actors, parents, no one can keep their story straight. Same shit's happening here. We're watching the timeline change. I have the initial timeline. According to the initial timeline made contact right away with the motherfucker and supposedly the cop that was there got shot that's what the news reported they said uvaldi said that that's what happened thank you my t patriot i was that but you just stole it from me damn it you got a good one on me and did anyone see any ambulances in any of the videos do you know that fire trucks are supposed to respond to those do you want to know why a fire truck is supposed to respond to an active shooter anybody want to know anybody just interested Lindsay, your, your husband know why is supposed to respond to an active shooter incident. Come on, somebody take a guess. Somebody. I'm in here by myself. I'm sweating here, folks. Come on. Hook a brother up. Take a guess. How big is a fire truck? Trucks are fucking huge. What are they full of? Water. What happens when a bullet hits water? Anybody see it? It stops. It almost completely loses all mass 
that was all force that was applied from the round exiting the end of that rifle, it almost dies off instantaneously. Thank you, Lance. Yes, extrication tools as well. They could break into the school. There's so many different ways to get into that school. They could have gone through windows, like uh, Dr. Sherwood said. They could have gone through the ceilings. They could have done shit that, like, guys, when you throw a flashbang in a room, there's a reason you throw the flashbang in the room. You're going after one person. It is all fake and gay. Everything is bullshit. This is... I, I, I don't know. It makes me so angry to think about it. I just get, I get very worked up about it, but don't worry about it because shop at Harris Teeter or Kroger. Yeah, possibly that could be possibly happening there. Tranquil. I, Boy, sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, that's possibly. That possibly is happening right now. I don't believe this or Sandy Hook or Parkland was legitimate. I don't either. I don't either. I, I don't I don't even know how to talk about this anymore. I'm so angry with it. It frustrates the shit out of me. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if we start hearing about cops that kill themselves. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Because I'm telling you right now, those cops have got to feel like shit that they waited that long to do what they had to do to get in there and kill that guy. That they waited. It wasn't even the Uvalde School District or the Uvalde Police Department SWAT team. It was the Customs and Border Protection fucking SWAT team that went in and killed this guy. Why did they wait for him? Why did they wait for them? Why didn't they go in and just do it right then and there? So think about this way real quick, okay? Oh, well, Columbine is the reason things are the way they are. Columbine taught us that, hey, look, you can stop the shooter. That's what started all of this. We're supposed to go in, stop the shooter, and then provide aid. Your initial reaction should be going after the shooter. Because the So let's think about this real quick, okay? There's this thing called the golden hour. Everybody says, oh, the golden hour. Yeah, that's the military term. No, that is across the board, folks. The golden hour is that hour that if we do not get you back to level three care or above, a level three trauma team or above, a level three trauma team, you're talking about ALS, you're talking about advanced life support, you're talking about the ability to be innovated, the ability to basically breathe from a machine um, and have blood flow from a machine and not flow from your body. So they can keep all of that going. That hour is so important because within that hour, if we do not get you to level three care within that hour, more than likely you are not going to make it. 90% of the people that do not make level three care within that eye, just to give you a heads up. Okay. Now look, were we going to be able to save every kid in that classroom? Absolutely not. However, if they had gone in early enough, had they gone in initially and it is against everything else you feel it goes against every other instinct you have you the chance of you dying is extremely high but if you go in there and you shoot that cocksucker and kill him okay now you just gave a chance to all those kids who were not automatically dead to have a chance of life okay there's a chance because within that 
hour and they can get back out there. They can go back and fight this fight. They can, those kids have a chance because they're going to be provided the care that's needed. But when you don't see any ambulances, you don't see any fire trucks, you have to start to fucking wonder where are the fire trucks, where are the ambulances, because the firefighters, they're going to be the guys that set up the LZ for the helicopters that are coming in to fucking life flight these kids out of there. It's not going to be the fucking cops. It's going to be the firefighters that are doing it. This is ridiculous. It just, it drives me nuts. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not, I'm trying to keep my blood pressure down right now. Doing all right. We're going to move on real quick. So like I said, how many of you guys shop at Harris Teeter Kroger? Anybody? Nobody? Okay. Well, let me tell you something. Here you go. You're not going to be shopping there much longer. Harry's Teeter and Kroger are facing backlash for a decision to remove patriotic products after people complained. So for the 4th of July, Harris Teeter nor Kroger will be selling any patriotic products concerning the 4th of July. How many people are going to Kroger and Harris Teeter tonight? I think so. That's what I said, Linz, because I'm a big Kroger supporter, but apparently on Tuesday or on Monday, uh, they got a complaint selling some pro-America items that read, give me liberty or give me death. And America, love it or it, saying that they're insensitive as mass shooting incidents happen around the country. Fucking Kroger. Motherfuckers. Uh, why are you allowing this type of items to be sold at your grocery store and Huntersville, North Carolina, clearly in light of recent mass shootings, you can read, you can understand how this is not a good idea. The Twitter user wrote Harris Teeter and Kroger grocery stores both lined up and responded, thanking the customer for telling that it would be discontinuing the freedom series as they call it. Yep. So, uh, I'm not telling you where to spend your money, folks. I'm not telling you where to invest your money, but I am going to go ahead and tell you if you're going to go to fucking old Harris Teeter and fucking Kroger, spend your money elsewhere. Just going to throw that out there. Oh, B-Lynn's got for us here because she's got some videos for me. I know she does. She does good shit. She really does. She's just not feeling very well. Really quick while we're talking about it, let me do this real quick. Uh, I'm going to go check on her make sure they're breathing while we're doing that i'm gonna hit you with um something i just got today so i'll figure i'll let you guys have it serious cbd the best cbd products on the planet over 100 five-star reviews can verify authentication gold in full spectrum full panel lab tested what is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD.
So, yeah, she's doing fine. She's just feeling a lot of it. She was working outside today. A little dehydrated. Uh, you're going to have that when you're working in fucking heat like today. It was pretty warm here today. It wasn't that cool. Yesterday we had a beautiful day. I don't know. I don't know about what you thought about that one there, uh, Vic Wicks. But we had a pretty nice day yesterday. And today it was a little bit warmer than normal. Anyway, so moving right along. Uh, yeah. Old fucking Kroger and here much out of the question, I would say. Um, I get rid of them as soon as possible. So moving on to COVID news. Uh, got some uh, COVID stuff here. Go ahead and blow this up. The FDA gets its money from Big Pharma, just so you know, 70% of it. So we should stop that. No, why do we ever have a conversation about stopping the funding of FDA from the people they're regulating? Why does that ever come up? So because we just accept corruption and the F and the people, big pharma own the media. That's why. And you want to know who rules you? You're ruled by corporations. And one of them is big pharma. That's who rules you. Why, how do you know that they rule over you? Because you're not allowed to criticize them correctly. I got to watch what I say in this report or YouTube will take down my channel because we are ruled by big pharma. It's just like the FDA is. Yeah. So the FDA is run by big pharma. What? They take 70% of their fucking money from big pharma. Tell me something. Does that not sound just as corrupt as fucking the Evaldi Police Department sending their videos back to the fucking FBI headquarters for I I'm sorry. That sounds like complete bullshit to me. Again, another reason why I'd like to step in and just end all that shit because that shit needs to stop. Hey, look, I look at it this way, right? Constitutionalist at heart. And I know we had our little fucking FBI fucking soy boy in here earlier. Either way, and I don't give a shit of you. I could care less. My point is this. All right. If we were really do doing what we're country, my initial thing would be to make sure that states, you're not on your own when it comes to federal issues. But when it comes to shit like this, let's say you want to ensure that the FDA doesn't make any money from different shit. Well, we could make sure that that shit doesn't happen. We could ensure in any state that we'll leave the decision from the federal government up to the state whether or not they want support from the FDA or from doctors licensed by the FDA to be quote unquote doctors in their states to accept drugs, to accept their rules. We can fucking stop it by letting the state make their choice. And as Dr. Sherwood so brilliantly pointed out there's only one state that has so far told the fda to go fucking pound sand and i don't know what you, where y'all thinking about moving but shit every day fucking florida looks better and better and better and better it's not very far away either this shit i i mean georgia didn't even do it well of course we got kemp, Brian kemp which Brad he, only, he only does things that are politically expedient for exactly him. when you have to Pull your finger out, lick it to test the political winds to decide, oh, they're coming from the West today. Nope. Nope, they shifted. Oh, fuck that shit. No, do your own shit. 
Take care of your own state. Take care of your own people. Stop this shit. Ridiculous. Fucking absolutely amazing. Jimmy Dore, actually, I've listened to him before. He's actually not happy. Yeah. You know, he's a huge leftist liberal. Yeah, not anymore. No, no, he is. He's, he's still a huge leftist liberal. However, he's going the way of Bill Maher. However, he has become smart about all this bullshit with COVID. He saw the writing on the wall. He's been watching it going, holy shit. Look, look at this. You kidding me? And he's seen it. This I fucking this shit can't get worse, folks. Oh, but by the way, before I forget. And now a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Hopefully, the more people they get vaccinated and boosted, and the more people that realize the importance of when you have a high level of viral dynamics, that when you're in an indoor setting, you should wear a mask, even though the whole world, including the United States and the UK are just worn out and tired by this outbreak. It isn't over yet. People need to realize it is never going to go back to zero. That's not the nature of this virus. It's a trap. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? Look, here's the thing. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. He can kiss my very white ass. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. You know, listening to that moron, now I know where the government gets their ideas for conspiracy theories. Because he's still trying to push the fucking, oh, it's okay, as long as you wear your mask indoors. Because now we have to wear masks again. Because he got COVID. It's come. It's coming. We yep. all have to wear masks. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. Yep. They, they're they resurrecting it. They're, they're like, this is my fourth round of CPR, Doc. I'm still going. Do you have those paddles? Yeah. Yet? Well, people so aren't dying fast jo- enough. Exactly. So they got to give them more boosters and give them more masks because, okay, this is so. So from the very beginning, we said that this was going to cause infertility problems. Fertility problems, right? Problems with pregnancy, birth issue outcomes. I believe those were the words from the CDC website or the FDA website from our our very first COVID special with Janet, right? And we weren't psychic and we weren't just pulling conspiracy theories out of our ass. No, we were pulling information off of the website that they provided it it wasn't they, they literally they, told I us mean, this it, shit it was we didn't make it up everything that we've seen where i mean everything that we talked about we're seeing now but something just came out hmm. another conspiracy theory comes true covid-19 vaccination temporarily impairs semen concentration and total modal count among semen donors okay yeah Yep, CLV, I, I got you. Unless something big changes, and I, I like this comment. However, this is where my worry is because you brought up a great point. Unless something big changes, I don't see the population as a whole giving into masks again. With that being said, they'll just make sure something happens to scare people again. What? 
This is where my issue with that is. Monkey pox. Well, they tried that, but monkey pox is not viral. It's not done via. It's not something where if I cough, you're going to get monkey pox from me. I actually have to touch you. I actually have to rub your skin with like, I got, I got oozing monkey pox. It's like, it's like poison ivy folks. The only way you're getting it is if you actually touch the boil itself. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out what is that going to be? Because although, although, although CLB says to be determined. Yeah, that's, that's a good possibility. However, what if it were this Taipei, Taiwan? And customers who travel to a city in central China to retrieve their savings from troubled rural banks have been stopped by a health app on their cell phone. Yep. Chinese residents are required to have a health app on their cell phone, which displays a code indicating their health status, including the possible exposure to COVID-19 code is required for public transportation to enter locations such as offices, restaurants, and malls. But some depositors at the bank's central Henan province said their codes were turned red to stop them from going to the bank. Hmm. Yeah, the incident has started national debate on how this tool designed for public health was appropriated by political forces to tamp down controversy. To include the one that in included the little uh, up they had when the people showed up at the house or at the, uh, what, the Chinese, like, I don't forget what it was. Mm -hmm. They're little, like, they're... Um, their little like state department type office where they showed up and they were at the top of their lungs. Oh my God. Blah, 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 speaking there. Ching, 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 wong, and all of a sudden all their health apps turned red and they had to leave. Yeah, it's their social credit score. Throwing it out there, folks. It's their social credit score. It's how they're going to track people working on getting a, a, a shot in every arm and an app on every phone in every arm it's like they're trying to get a tranny in every school yep. across america but okay but what i was what i was talking about before the declining sperm counts so um the covid vaccine paper on declining sperm counts is even what it seems at first on friday the journal of andrology uh peer published a peer-reviewed paper showing large decreases in sperm counts among men after the sector's mrna covid jab Based on counts from men who donated sperm to three fertility clinics in Israel, this finding is devastating medically and politically, right? Because they 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 called us crazy. They mocked us. They canceled people. They fact-checked people, right? There's no evidence that COVID-19 vaccines affect male fertility. That was from Reuters. Right? But now, after half a billion men have received mRNA shots, we're, we're right again. Again. But the paper raises questions about the mechanism of action that must be answered immediately. And on top of the myocarditis risk, the finding of more evidence uh, is more evidence that encouraging, much less forcing men under 40 to take the mRNA vaccines was a catastrophic mistake. But the authors qualified their findings by reporting that after five months, sperm levels recovered. Thus, the decreases were only temporary, they wrote. Put aside the fact that a five-month decrease hardly qualifies as temporary for someone trying to start a family or compared to a vaccine that loses effectiveness against Omicron within weeks or months. As other writers have pointed out, the actual data in the paper does not really support that argument that the sperm levels return to normal after five months. In fact, by some measures, the levels continue to decline. They spun the data to try and make it look as good as possible. It still looks bad, but... Um, 
the total modal count, the number of sperm and ejaculated sedum, semen plunged 22% three to five months after the second shot and barely recovered during the final count when it was still 19% below the pre-shot level. All right. So basically, fertility is already down. Sperm counts are already down. Uh, testosterone levels in men are down all over the place. And now you can't get pregnant because the COVID-19 vaccine. And did you know that, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they're about to overturn Roe v. Wade. You know why? Because women aren't going to get pregnant from a bunch of gay ass fucking dudes who are walking around with and fucking man buns do, and fucking tight jeans. You have a higher chance of having of losing your baby from an mRNA jab than you do from an abortion pill from like the morning after pill. You have a higher chance of miscarriage from the jab than you do from what is it? I, I don't even know what it's called. Plan B. Yeah, Plan B. Yeah, that's the name of it. Plan yeah. B. Okay. Yeah. The COVID jab is more effective than plan B. Well, it gets better because when you say, oh, well, I'll just trust the government. Really? You're going to trust the government? White House health officials make false claim about COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Aish Jha, the White House COVID-19 response coordinator. Everybody remember this guy? Everybody see that dude? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. Okay. That's, that's, so mm -hmm. let's, let's remember this guy's face. Okay. So the next time we get to enjoy um, holding the capital for any amount of time that he gets tossed, tossed off the roof the first. I, I want to make sure he's the first one to go. A White House official made a false claim on June 20th about COVID-19 vaccines while still encouraging parents to get their young children vaccinated. Dr. Aish Jha, White House COVID-19 response coordinator, said that there's not there's not have serious side effects to the vaccines. Bullshit! Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Where did that come Seriously? from? Seriously? Hold on. I think this... The sound of your piss Over a million. It sounds feminine. Mm. Contrary to Jaws' claim, severe allergic reactions, blood clotting, heart inflammation, paralysis, and serious side effects linked to the three COVID vaccines are still available in the United States. There is well-documented risk of myocarditis from COVID-19 vaccine, especially in young men, adolescent boys, with an elevated risk for clotting in young women with Moderna vaccine. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, a professor of medicine at Stanford University, told the Epic Times in an email, it's not right for the government scientific advisors to downplay the documented risks of the vaccine because it ultimately undermines the confidence of public health. The White House officials didn't return any requests for comment. Ja is a lying piece of shit. Of course he is. Play, play the next clip here. Oh, this, this is fun. Now, even though the corporate media is totally obsessed with the January 6th committee's sham show trial, uh, they'd like for you to be distracted by it, too. They'd like for me to be distracted by it. But we're not going to ignore the fact that perfectly healthy people are dropping dead for no reason. Doctors are calling it sudden adult death syndrome. And uh, this is something that they've come across. They've created um, since about the beginning of last year. You can see the numbers of athletes who've died and how it skyrockets right after something happened at the beginning of last year. Whatever could that be? I don't know. But it's not just athletes. It's children. It's perfectly healthy teens and young adults and 30-year-olds. I think Dr. Jane Ruby knows, and she joins us now. Dr. Ruby, great to see you. The videos of athletes collapsing on the field are all over social media. Um, I've even heard of a friend of a friend's 11-year-old daughter dropped dead yesterday of a stroke. Uh, Dr. Ruby, do 11-year-olds have strokes? 
Dr. Gina, we're seeing a massive cover-up of vaccine deaths, vaccine-related deaths. I think it's pretty clear to everyone, especially after the DMED data, uh, the Defense Military Epidemiology Database was released in January by the three DOD whistleblowers. No, children do not have heart attacks and strokes. Healthy adults do not have heart attacks and strokes. I mean, all-cause mortality is up, according to a number of insurance companies. Elite athletes you know, we'd have maybe five a year in worldwide. And now we're over 300 for 2021 alone. It's, it's absurd. I, I don't know what more it's going to take people to understand that this is not a public health issue. This is not something for your health. These shots, which are not vaccines, are high. All right. Give me one second here, folks. Every single person I've seen right before they've gone down in these videos, every single person is pointing at their chest, pointing at, they keep touching their heart. Yeah. Clutching their heart, clutching their heart, touching. That is like the international sign for I'm having a heart attack. There's something wrong with my heart. My heart's not working. Yeah. I, I can feel it. Like when you have a heart attack, folks, dude, it is, it is probably the most life altering event of your whole entire life because it's the first time that you realize, Oh shit. I'm like, I'm a, able to get hurt. I'm able. This is where it's going to happen. Uh, they're going to get me here. This is how, this is how they're going to do it. Um, these videos, they're pointing at their chests. They're pointing at their hearts. They're going, Hey, they can't talk because you can't normally talk. If you're having a heart attack, normally, if you're having a heart attack, you can barely even breathe. Yeah. You can't breathe. Breathing is almost impossible because your heart is freezing up. If you think about your muscles, when you get a muscle cramp, okay? So think about a muscle cramp. You know how your muscle just tenses tight? Think about the same thing over your heart. Now, none of the blood is getting, none of the blood is getting oxygenated in your body. You feel that immediately. It is uh, the onset of symptoms is that quick. All of a sudden you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You, you normally, right before a heart attack, every person that's ever had a heart attack, they will tell you that I was pointing at my chest, at my heart, like, hey, there's something wrong. I can't say it, but there's something wrong. And boom. And every single person we've seen in this video so far, same thing. They're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Really toxic. They're 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 spreading to the rest of us through shedding. Um, and so these sudden, this new term, sudden adult uh death syndrome? Come on, that, that's a joke, right? So what, what really, what people should be paying attention to, Dr. Gina, is there is no stopping condition, right? We have no oversight bodies. We have no uh, agencies anymore. Everything seems to have collapsed into silence, including our Congress. There is no, uh, there's no body that is uh, uh, assessing dangers, is investigating this, it is obviously a very widespread worldwide collusion uh, of death and destruction. I know it sounds hyperbolic and it sounds a little, you know, tinfoil hat-ish, but maybe all of you should be asking, why, why are the companies not apologizing? Why are they not speaking to protect themselves? Why is Congress silent? Why are your previous agencies of oversight, like the FDA and the CDC and the NIH saying, oh my gosh, you know, healthy adults are dropping dead? The obvious answer is that people are dying faster and faster, especially with the booster shots. And this is important, Dr. Gina, because we are just days away from the sham FDA meetings, right? We just had a 21 to zero vote to approve a fifth 
dangerous bioweapon shot called Novavax, uh, which is using moth DNA, which will integrate with your own. That's a whole other story. 21 to 0, Dr. Gina. You know why? Because the panel is handpicked by Dr. Fauci from his NIH employees. This is a setup. There is no no. And children uh, ages six months to five years old will be on the chopping block on June 14th and 15th when the sham FDA meets again to look at the phony uh, Pfizer and Moderna data to pretend like it's real, like it was developed authentically, and then for the FDA to go through their little dog and pony show and approve both of these entities for babies uh, and toddlers. And you're going to see the deaths and the destruction and the damage occur much faster, Dr. Gina. That's my prediction. So there you go, I'm, folks. I can't disagree. I, I, I can't disagree with them either. And you're absolutely right here, Lizzie. Absolutely right. They are giving them. And think about this. All right, hold on. One thing she said there that's really important that a lot of people, I, I don't know how many people heard that or not, but she said that people that have already been and are receiving the boosters are the ones that are dying. Yeah, they're dying faster and faster. Tell me again. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If, if the vaccine is so good, why is it only the vaccinated that are getting COVID? And dying? I'm dead serious. I, I've asked. I, I, I had to make you a phone call. You don't see the unvaccinated dying from SADS? Because I'm not in the fire department anymore, but I had to make a phone call. I had to ask a friend. I was like, hey, dude, how many calls have you gone to in the last month where people are still having issues with the vaccine? And the number would astound you. All of them. He said the number one call they respond to now are people that have been vaccinated that are testing positive with COVID. And the first question they're asking firefighters walk through the door. How did this happen? How did this happen? So there's how am I who is vaccinated still getting sick? with this disease and sick enough that they're calling an ambulance ambulance because they're oxygen their blood trust me when i tell you you can live below 90 percent on your blood oxygen you can however and, and remember what dr stella told us that people with covid can actually sustain a lower level of oxygen 83 percent is really a touch and go issue anything below 80 and now we start talking about like Seriously, you're about to die because your body is not infusing enough oxygen in the bloodstream to actually keep your muscles alive. Real what hemoglobin does to your body. It actually keeps your muscles alive. It keeps things alive. So for instance, right now, guess what one of the problems they're having is right now with COVID? Hmm. They're having to amputate limbs. Yeah, because why would they have to amputate limbs? Because they don't get enough. They're not getting enough blood circulating. If they're not oxygenated, no, they're not blood getting enough oxygenated blood circulating, which means your extremities, your lower limbs are going to die off faster. Yeah. Once gangrene starts inside the body, it is impossible to fight it off. You removing the limb, we cannot fight it off. We have no way of stopping it. Your uh, essentially what's happening on necrosis is happening inside your body. It is destroying your body from within. So as your blood is pumping this shit blood around it, there's no longer enough oxygen to support your major muscle, muscle groups in your lower limbs, your extremities outside away from the heart. 
as that limb or that muscle starts to die because there's not enough unoxygenated, there's too much unoxygenated blood and not enough oxygenated blood making it there, your body starts to reject it, in which case it automatically sends your white blood cells, which are already fucked up because you've already gotten fucking eight shots and you're retarded. And somebody should walk over there with a fucking ball peen hammer and hit you right in the center of your fucking skull for being retarded. But now your white blood cells just turned against your major muscle groups and started destroying your own major muscle groups. Now you're really fucked because now it's going to, the necrosis is going to spread even faster. Really quick, uh, because we don't have much time left. Uh, really quick, the Supreme Court strikes down the Maine's ban on funding for religious schools. Let's let's get to that tomorrow. No, nope, nope, nope. court decisions. We're going to get off out. of COVID right now because I'm. Well, I'm I've too got angry. I've got one more. I'm too angry to talk I, about it. I got gotcha, you, but I've got one more before you get to that. I know we're almost done, but um, uh, another kind of crazy one. I told you that the shots were making people crazy, violent, and angry. Right. Um, so. Yeah, gene editing gone wrong. Scientists accidentally create angry hamsters. Of all rodents, hamsters have a social organization and stress response that is Mike. Richard Gere, you better watch out because you don't want one of these assholes fucking tearing up your asshole. Just saying. To study aggression in hamsters, a team of scientists used gene editing to create what they thought would be a calmer rodent. Instead, the gene edited rodents were angrier chasing, biting, and pinning down other same-sex hamsters. The research underscores Apparently that the field became... of behavioral genetics has a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, in 1984, a group of researchers set out to study the <laughs> circadian rhythm by injecting small <laughs> amounts of hormones into the brains of hamsters. One of the hormones... AVP had an immediate and surprising effect. It didn't alter the hamster's sleep cycle, but it did induce a drill change. The hamsters began soaking their hips with saliva and rubbing themselves vigorously against the wall of their cage, a behavior indicative of aggressively claiming oh, their territory. Oh, for fuck's sake, meth hamsters now? <laughs> Who had that one called? Oh, I mean, so I had fucking anal fucking, <sighs> uh, what was it, uh, Sodomy geese. Sodomy geese. I know. And now we've got meth hamsters. What the fuck is next? So basically, and Captain Super AIDS, you're absolutely right. Here it comes, folks. Weaponized hammers, hamsters. Get the fucking they, slingshots. The, they thought that if they could remove the hamster's ability through gene editing to make this uh, this particular hormone, uh, that they would become less aggressive. But in fact, they became far more aggressive. So um, it makes you wonder, because you remember how they, uh, well, hold on here. The authors did not expect angry hamsters. This suggests a startling conclusion. Even though we know that AVP increases social behaviors by acting within a number of brain regions, it is possible that the more global effects of the APRLA receptor are inhibitory. We don't understand the system as well as we thought we did. The counterintuitive findings tell us we need to start thinking about the actions of these receptors across entire circuits of the brain and not just in specific brain regions. And remember that they have been trying to, they came out and said it, develop a virus that would turn off your VMAT2 gene, yep. right? And that's what they were going off here the whole time was the VMAT2 yeah, because so the VMAT2 is what? Uh, the, your God gene. Your God gene. It's the one that- uh, Tells you the difference between right and wrong, tells you, mm -hmm. hey- Look, this isn't the right um, thing to do. They thought that um, rational thinking, Lindsay, religious fanatics were aggressive. And if they could turn that off, 
they would be less aggressive. But in fact, if you detach people from God, they become, become more, more aggressive. aggressive. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, in the rulings that came down today, the only one that was uh, really big was the one that struck down the main main Maine's ban on funding for religious schools, um, which is good. The Supreme Court voted 63 to strike down the unconstitutional uh, Maine law that excludes families from a student aid program if they choose to send their kids to a religious school. And the decision released uh, June 21st, which is a good deal because I'm sorry. Hey, if you don't want to send your kids to public school and you want to send your kids to a fucking private, you know, Catholic or Christian school, you can do it now in Maine and the funding will still be there for you. That should translate everywhere since it's a Supreme court decision. It is, it will be now it's precedent. So what that just made is precedent and we're fucking going to be good. I, I so, would hope so that um, maybe our tax dollars, the petitioners of the case, parents, David and Amy Carson of Glenbury, Maine, along with Troy and Angela Nelson of Palmero, Maine, uh, respondents, uh, Pender Macon were sued. The official capacity of the commissioner of the Maine department of education, the petitioners filed suit in 2018, claiming that the non-secretarian requirement of the tuition assistance program offended the free exercise clause of the establishment clause of the first amendment of the constitution, as well as the equal protection clause under the fourth amendment, which the court ruled in a unanimous six to three decision today that nope, not the case. Well, not unanimous because that would have been nine zero. Well, no, it, unanimously that it, it did offend the constitution. They all agree to defend the constitution. Gotcha. There's only six of the justices that said the constitution three of them said it didn't break the constitution however the other three liberal retards which was roberts sotomayor and uh what's his name uh kagan or not kagan but the other one uh god the other no liberal. you had it right yeah kagan yeah it was kagan so those three said no 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 this this violates uh, this doesn't violate the constitution the other six said no it completely violates every part of the constitution that we stand on so thank God for that. Thank God we still can do that. And uh, that now sets precedent for the rest of the country. We're still waiting on the gun laws. We're still waiting on both gun laws and the abortion stuff. I got a feeling everybody. They're going to wait until the very end. Everybody keeps saying that, oh, it's coming out tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. Folks, don't hold your fucking breath. It ain't coming out tomorrow. I can tell you that. I can tell you that we'll be lucky to hear about it on Friday. Right now, this country is not ready for that because according to the left, there's going to be mass protests in D.C. Oh, yeah, they are. They have their riots planned. OK. Understand good now, folks. This is where we start to smile. Nick smiling, folks. Yeah. Why am I smiling? Because it's coming to that. Because that's next. That's next. We're just going to go ahead and make it a fucking end of the rainbow. Here you go. You want to meet God? I'll provide you a meeting. Here you go. I'll help. So just get ready, folks. It's coming. Just It's coming. Either way, um, hopefully tomorrow should be feeling better. Um, yeah, we had, uh, you know, we did have a little special guest there. Uh, please go out, Siri CBD again, Siri CBD, Siri CBD, Siri CBD. Uh, Justin needs as much help as he can now. We lose, he lost a lot of money. I, I get it, I know what's going on. Um, he, we, we talked about it. He might be doing, we got some shit coming up, a little couple things different, but it'll be fun still. Understand. We're just going to have some fun with it. All right. Uh, also with that, I talked to Jason today, Jason Frank today, uh, border wall of Palooza still happening. Folks. I'm telling you right now, if you want to go to border wall of Palooza, get your shit ready. We got less than a couple weeks here. We're down to the last week. Actually, we got a week left. Yeah. Folks. We leave 
We leave middle of next week. Middle of next week. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff coming. It's getting here. It's getting closer. If you want to meet all of us, we're going to be down at the border. That includes me, Justin, V-Lynn, uh, I believe James from We The People Radio is coming. And going to be there. Um, uh, there's two other podcasters that I don't know. They're going to be there. And uh, I believe, uh, what's his name from Righteous Mind is going to be there. Jack? Yeah, I believe Sweet. Jack is trying to make it as well. Thanks. So, folks, if you want to meet us all, you want to come down and hang out, we're going to have it's going to be a little different than what we planned. But the reason we're making it different is so that way nobody gets arrested because the last thing we want you all to fucking do is get arrested coming to our an event that we're not technically hosting. But I don't want you guys to be there and to not fucking enjoy yourselves. So get your camper, get your stuff. If you're definitely coming. All right. One thing we're going to ask really quick. I don't care who you email, whether it's me, Justin, Jason, anybody involved in the bigger parts of this, uh, do me a favor, drop me an email. Just let me know that you're coming. We're just trying to get an idea of numbers because we're kind of shifting things a little bit. We're just moving things a little bit around just so we stay on our side and nobody gets arrested. Yeah. We're going to have a, like a, a, campground place to go yeah we're trying to keep it so because right close. now they are coming after us hardcore they're trying to stop us they're trying to stop us from doing what we want to do which is go down and fuck with the wall which we actually got some really jason apparently got some really cool toys apparently he got uh like the uh ghost hunter shit nice that we're going to put on it there's a bunch of other shit we've got speakers we've got if you've got some speakers though we'd love if you bring them with you if you've got some really good speakers that we can kind of link together um we're going to do a massive podcast sweet texas uh, patriots going to be there from the uh from where we're at and we're going to do actually we're going to do a couple of them and yeah. we're going to fucking try and hang out and talk you know we're going to try and bring you all on if you guys want to come on and just hang out and bullshit with us we'll bring you up put you on a microphone and sit you down we'll all bullshit and talk but um this thing is all about bringing attention to the border what's going on the child trafficking coming across the border um that's what we're doing if you want to donate to J uh jason's uh deal there'll be a spot where you can donate um but we're really trying not to take money the object of this is to get together, have a good time, enjoy the 4th of July, um, fucking with a bunch of like-minded patriots and enjoy the shit out of ourselves. So if you want to be there, make your way down to Sassabee, Arizona. Trust me where we're going to be. If you follow the directions from the poster, if you need the poster again, hold on, I will bring it up right now just so I can make sure that we all can see it. I just got to go get it. It's kind of hidden on me. I had to fucking move things around tonight. And Texas Patriot, you are absolutely right. Um, water is king at the border. Yes, it as is. As I learned today, stay hydrated. Because I, I go back and forth. I try and work outside in the morning and I work inside during the day. So I was like painting today. I was up on a tall ladder and painting. But I spent all morning, you know, with the chickens and cleaning out the duck pool and weeding and working in the sun. And I skipped lunch. And then I you know, came in and painted the wall and then really? set up, set up the show. And then the next thing, you know, um, you know, I, I drank, uh, uh, Jameson cold brew and root beer instead of water and I didn't eat anything. And that'll, boom, that'll screw you up. Happen that, to me on Sunday. Trust so me, I know. anyway, I chugged a, a thing of water and I took a 15 minute power nap. And so there you go. I feel much better. So, water wall, thank Palooza, there it is. Uh, this is literally bring your own shit. 
we're not helping. We're not bringing stuff for everybody. I mean, I'm going to bring some extra shit of shit just so y'all can, you know, if, if somebody needs something, I've got it. Um, and we're getting an RV. So, uh, I, I would recommend an RV, but if you're going to bring a tent, you're going to go hardcore, go hardcore. I'm down with that. Um, we've got water power at this place where we're going to be going. Um, there will be some other stuff as well. Some other amenities, uh, power doesn't really get turned on until nighttime. So you're aware, just so you're aware of that, but come on down. Um, we're going to have directions of where we're going to be at and how we're doing this. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun and, uh, we're really looking forward to it. And, uh, just again, if you've got any questions, if you, if you got a question you want to ask on here, that's fine. Go ahead. Send me an email, mickvlin at gmail.com. Let us know. We can, we can talk you through it, how this is going to work, what we're doing. Uh, but we're not putting out the location we're going to be at for a very good reason. Yep. When you come down there. So that fed boy doesn't find out. We're going to have people that are going to direct you to where you need to go. So just pay attention. Once you hit past Phoenix and you start moving South, um, you will figure it out very quickly. There'll be a dude on the side of the road with a great big sign saying, Whoa, don't go there, go here. And we're going to be pointing you in the right direction. The big problem is right now, the feds are trying to stop us. They're doing the damnedest. We're not going to let them stop us. We're just going to fucking keep chugging on to chug on. So McVillan, M I C no K at the end, yeah. M I C B L Y N N at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. And just let us know if you're coming, if you're going to come, we're, we're down with it. We will, I'll put you in the numbers. We're going to be renting a bunch of spots at the spot we're going to. Um, so there might be a little fee, but it ain't going to be much. Trust me. I am been, we, we've made sure we've, we've camped this shit out. We know what we're doing. Um, you, the most you're looking at spending a day is maybe $14. Just so you're aware. If we bring enough people, we can even bring that amount Plus, down. Some. You know, food and water and yep, I, and whatever else you need to survive to get there. So that's it. Um, and you know, we'll do, we'll do a cookout. So, you know, you want to, if you get, if you make some certain food, that's badass. Like yep. I make some really badass fucking salsa. salsa and I bet. And we should have fresh tomato. My first tomatoes turning my first tomato that I planted the from seed is turning red. I got peppers ready to go. Um, so I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have like the freshest, most, and I got ghost peppers that are ready to go. Oh, and yeah. I, I yeah. got Tabasco ready to go. So, hell yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm bringing some heat with me. Either way, uh, if you want to go down, all I'm saying is just send me a note just saying that you're going. We can just touch in the head count just so we kind of, I don't want to take numbers. I'm trying to avoid that. But Jason just asked me if I would put it out there. So, I'm putting it out there. I don't want to take numbers because I don't want to be responsible for the shit. Nobody wants to be responsible for the shit. Yeah. We're all we're just all adults. We're all just kind of showing up and it's going to happen all at the same time. All right. Yep. And uh, Texas Patriot, if you're coming from Alabama, then we'll probably uh, we can we can meet up and and caravan on the way. Yeah, so. if you want to. Yep. Um, because we're gonna be shooting right out. I don't know. It depends on what day you're leaving. I mean, we're leaving pretty we're, early. We're leaving we'll be there on the a day before Jason and them get there. Um, and uh, me and Justin will be there day before just so we can help set up anything we got to set up. So. Yep. Um, and we want to get out there. Actually, there's a couple of people that uh, there's a buddy of mine that's going to be looking for me and he works for Border Patrol. So I'm going to try and get us some uh, top cover protection. So to Sweet. Speak. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling some big cards out on this one. Good deal. See what we can pull out. We used to call so, them drug deals back in the military. Yeah, back in the day. So either way, uh, right. appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. We have anybody coming on tomorrow night? Yes. Who do we actually, have? Uh, I think it's tomorrow now. I've been booking interviews all day. Um, 
uh, uh, attorney Susan Swift is coming on tomorrow. Okay. Who is Susan Swift? Just in case anybody else doesn't. Um, she is. Uh, uh, I booked so many today. I, I, I uh, stop. I know. I got. I already you. filed that shit. If you're looking, you're such a pain in the ass. Yeah, All right. It's already filed. Okay. She did something cool. We'll 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 get into it tomorrow. Either way, for oh, the she's, a, she's a pro life attorney. She's going to be talking oh, about abortion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that was the one. Okay. Um. Yes. We'll do. Uh, Sparky boy, I will pass that message along. Uh, I'm trying to get him back on the air. So. Yeah, we we literally send him an invite every day to come on here. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're we're working, working on, on it. it. We're working on it. I'm yep. trying to keep his spirits up. We're trying to help him out. Um, I'm trying to do everything I can to help the guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope to God. He'll, he'll be back. Don't worry about yes, it. Yes, he will be. All he, right. he and I actually have a really good plan, and we're about to really fuck with some liberals. It's going to be really good. funny. You guys are going to laugh really hard, but it'll be worth it, every second of it. Okay. So either way, uh, for the Mick, and Lynn. we will talk to you later, folks. Appreciate you coming out. Uh, like, share, subscribe as yes. per normal, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for watching. Good night. There's a system in the backwoods There's a way of doing things If you break in, we don't leave all of the fun to the police I just heard a bunch of racket Coming from the back screen door Soon as you step in, I'm gonna drop you on the kitchen floor Cause we ain't playing We ain't playing My sawed off 12 gauge spreads a country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 Texas has the castle doctrine, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Carolinas, Oklahoma, they're all here to let you know. But then we got New York, New Jersey, with a duty to retreat. I guess they'd rather have you dead than to protect your family, and that's why. My sawed off 12 gauge spreads a country mile, you know it. Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house And I'll have the job already done Cause out here I am 911 That sheriff, he can't save you It'll already be too late Protect you. Let you live to see another day. My sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile, you know it. Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it. Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house. But I'll have you gone in less than one. Here I am, 911. I'm 911.
So a great friend to us and a great friend to you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show, Left, Right, and Center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here. Listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing. Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all. They, it doesn't go to China. So you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks, go there today. Give it a shot. So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head is, is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And, uh, we found, uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was cultural life, 1972, cultural life, 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death folks. So, uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we'd support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is 
going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturelife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you.